All right, I got a couple more minutes here with Bob Garcia, my bat historian. Uh, we're going to talk about the Batmobile. And there's a couple fun things I want to talk about because really the Batmobile from the TV series really sets the stage for the Batmobiles of the future. And before this, um, let's check my notes here. Uh, the evolution is kind of interesting because the original from the 1943 series was a Cadillac Series 75 convertible, pre, you know, pre-50s, um, kind of boxy, definitely not the stylish sports car that you see. And this Batmobile was very different for a lot of reasons, both creatively and functionally. But since you want to talk about the Batmobile, I'll let you choose which direction we go in first. Okay, well, the Batmobile was not the star of the Batman uh, comic book. It, it was a car with a giant bat shield on the front of it, and it, um, uh, it it didn't have all the tricks and gimmicks and gadgets that that you you run to today. It was it was a, it was you know like a uh, it was a prop, and the um, the 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 thing that happened was James Bond's Aston Martin. Uh, the the car with all the gimmicks and the trips and all the the bells and whistles, and um, when they got to to uh, there's, there's a long bunch of things that go into making the modern day bat their modern day Batmobile, but essentially two two things that are important: James Bond's Aston Martin. Some people want to have a tricked up car. They love they love the idea of it. Two that um, it was the end of the car customizer era. And what you had was in the 50s, there was a lot of guys who came back from World War II who were auto mechanics who were working on Jeeps who didn't have any work to do. So they started to customize cars, take cars, strip it down to its base and, and build it up into, into something that was like a show car, like a, like a, you know, and that was George Barris's business before uh, doing this. So there's a whole car culture in California, a huge car culture, customizing shops and all, all sorts of things, which the studios had not really ever taken advantage of. Until this, until the Batmobile was created, um, the the Batmobile itself was not part of. It, it was part of that, that that customizing car thing, but it was a it was a experimental car done in Europe uh, as in a response to custom cars. So they did it. They put it out. It got it toured the country, and then it ended up in George Barris's junkyard. This is the Lincoln Futura, I believe, is what that's the experimental car. Yeah, the Lincoln Futura. It was in one movie with uh, yep. Glenn Ford, and, and it was shot overseas, and then they, they transported it here to the United States. <laughs> so it had seen it had seen the silver screen before it came to the Batman cave, Batcave. Yes, 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 and it was red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was nice. <laughs> uh, and, and originally it was this really pretty pearl blue, but they they brought it in, and uh, the studio said we want a Batmobile, and we want and and it has to do these things because uh, Lorenzo Semple in his in his uh, uh, first script, the, the pilot script, uh, had all the gimmicks, the fireworks, the, mm. the, the doors, the, the bells, the little signs that said bat signal, bat smoke, bat, you know, right. all that, yeah, yeah. you know, all that was written into the script. It was, it was something he thought would be hilarious and then drove everyone crazy because the, the, what would happen is you would have to be able to see that panel. Where would you put the camera? How could you get into a car? And it was, it was, it was, it was great in the script until they went to, and so they said, we have to go get a car customizer. And they went to a couple of different shops and they asked them, give us your drawings for the, for the uh, Batmobile and, and all this sort of stuff. And, uh, and no one, one guy cut a car already in half and had put the, the big bulky bat uh, thing on the front of it from, uh, 
the comic book and then try to make it look like that, and that didn't work, and the, uh, the electric car on the East Coast didn't work, and all the rest. And so it landed on George Barris's shop, and they, he came in and have a meeting, and they talked about what they wanted to do, and he and it flipped on his head. You know, that's Futura. It's perfect. It was this, you know, it was used in a motion picture. It has that open canopy. Mm-hmm. We take the canopy completely off, and they can shoot into it. And and so he went back to his shop. And it's also a very unique car. That's what I love about it. Is it's, it it's, is. A, it's, a, it's a prototype experimental car. There's not another car like it. It's got the cool little bubble windows. I mean, this looks like a futuristic car for sure, and it's unique. Right, right, and it's, it's one of a kind. And so he he went in and, and he said, well, you know, if we opened up the the headlamps to have like look like eyes mm-hmm. and give mm-hmm. that little take down that nose and give it like a little almost a bat face at the beginning on the off the grill and then we can we can add in all the stuff that you want which is the, the siren on the top and the the smokestacks in the back and and so he brought that drawing in and it was really simple it was very simplistic it, it it didn't have the the stuff on and they okayed it and they sent it back to George George pulled the because he pulled the wreck out of the thing and said. It doesn't quite look what I like. What I need to do, uh, we need some body work done on it. We need to open up the real wheel well so we can put on these big, huge racing tires, and we can mm-hmm. open up the grill to mold it so the hat does look like eyes coming out. And then we need to. So he went through and he and he redesigned it, and he didn't. He never had a a sketch of what he actually did, but he handed this off to uh, his metal workers, and then the, part of it was done in his shop, and part of it was done another car customizer who was known to do metal work because the dang thing was the heaviest iron or steel frame that they, they, they don't, they don't build cars like it, that it's an experimental car. It weighs like mm-hmm. a, a, you know, tons. So right. they, they, they had to send it to a guy who did special metal work, uh, Bill Cushenberry, who was uh, uh, a guy up in the, the, the hills. And he made all those beautiful straight lines off the fins Mm-hmm. And he opened up the wheel and got, and he just—he's the one who made that silhouette that just looks great. And then he sent it back to 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 Barris, and then the guy there did did the looking work, and then they took it into uh, 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 20th Century Fox and said, "Look at the machine, and let's put all the gadgets in. How would you? How do you want to do this thing with the gadgets?" And the 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 uh, metal the machinist shop and the other stuff said, well, we can put the smoke here. We can do this here, you know, bring it back in. We'll, we'll install it in another week or two. They did that. They brought it out and, and then they, they, they brought it on the show. But the, the problem is that thing had been rusting and sitting at the core. Mm-hmm. The, the interior of that car was not up to stuff. So the first day they took it out, they they were going they, they, you know the the guy the unit production guy said oh well let's let's do it through its paces it's supposed to be the car and a whole bit and <laughs> like the door opened up when it pulled away the part of the muffler fell off all this little stuff happened. it's like a victory auto records commercial <laughs> yeah yeah just the, they, our Chicago folks will know that joke but yeah yeah for sure. exactly the door exactly off. Yeah. exactly. So you know, like a, like a cartoon, like you know, when the when the jalopy stops and the cartoon character <laughs> jumps out, part, yeah. and all goes boom. Well, it wasn't that bad. Right, it right. wasn't that bad, but it but did close. slow down the production because the car had to be on the set the next day for for shoots that were inside the script for the thing. So they they got it back to. I mean, they they, they read you know the riot act to everybody, and uh, the, the, this car got fixed up, and they did all the 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 opening shots, all the stuff you see in the. Uh, uh, beginning of Batman, all that was reshot at the end of the pilot production, 
with the car in full maintenance and did all the stuff that it was it, it was supposed to do and didn't fall apart then. But that opening day, <laughs> that opening day when they they put it through the paces and it just, oh no. So, so, uh, so I've yeah. got a question then. So, the, so did they shoot all of the exteriors with the Batmobile first then, so that the car didn't fall apart? Because whenever they pull up to the yeah. the commissioners, like the the police station, right. it's always the same extras. There's a woman in a blue jacket and a white hat who always reacts in the exact same way. And it wasn't until I'd watched like three episodes, and I was like, I think this is stock footage. I think this is them just racing up and getting out and running up to the police commissioner. Is, is that right? Uh, yeah, the opening stock. What, what happened? First of all, that's not on a, a Fox lot. That's on a Warner Brothers lot. Um, right. That opening. So that's the, the the steps of I think God Bowles has. I mean, a bunch of people have have run run that uh, those stairs. Uh, so yeah, that stock. When they come down the um, bat poles, well, the Getting Adam West to do that every week would have been an impossibility. He's not going to get in costume, get it on, and for a two-second half shot at the beginning. So the stuff in the opening of Batman was uh, pretty much stock footage, which was stuff that they used over and over and over again. Okay. Um, and, and that's just the nature of, of if you wanted me to really get in full costume, go up, some kind of thing, come down for a four-second shot at the beginning of the show, and then I'll go on. You know, they probably did about three or four different takes of that in different ways, and and they just used it. Well, and then coming out of them, coming out of the Batcave is also interesting because they do. There's a couple different takes of that, um, and I actually went up to the Bronson Caves, which is the exterior for that. So I'm going to put up a couple of pictures of me out in front of the actual Bronson Caves, which look nothing like the Batcave now, but um, but they must have taken a couple different shots of that too and used stock for that. Right. Well, they put up a fake uh, entrance to the to the Batcave. Uh, the Batcave they made it smaller. Which didn't behoove them when they first went out there with the car and tried to do this, because <laughs> it didn't didn't really fit. They had it was a very yeah, close, it, very tight. It was very it was too close for comfort. So if you see a later, it's wider than than it was, and there was those things. But there were a lot of problems that first day of shooting, and it, it didn't require uh, no. There was no nobody there but the the, the drivers and the uh, uh, studio drivers and the, and the, the, the film crew. And um, uh, now, uh, Burt Ward says that he was in that, but I think he was in the, in the, in the retake shot at the, when they redid it after the, the, the thing was open. But the, uh, uh, the first, the, I don't even know if any of that footage actually exists anymore. There are stills from that day, but I don't think that there is any, any of the film was kept because why would you? You'd, Pitch it. I mean, it wouldn't make any You're sense. Not using it. You're not using it for anything, and yeah. it was dumb and embarrassing, and 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 so they didn't do it. But um, uh, but the the other thing is, you can tell it, it, it the the why it's cranked, and you can obviously tell that it's under cranked when it comes out of the back cave, is because they couldn't tear up. If, if you are out to the canyon, right? You see yeah, that cave. Yeah. It's what yeah. it's a couple hundred yards, maybe. It's very oh, I don't, small. I'm not, yeah. Very small. And you had to get the car up to speed to pull out of that thing. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't. It was a, it was a heavy car, mm-hmm. and it was got only it had a little takeoff area. So it came out, did the thing, and pulled, and the stuff came out, and they, they undercranked it. And it's you know, so it looks they like tried, fast, so it looks like fast motion. 
Right, right. So, it, I mean, it's it's something that they did. But the, the kids today don't know what undercrank means, so I want to explain. That, <laughs> that was when they had film. Kids, this yeah, is when there was film, yeah. and film has a motor, and it yep. could be motorized through the camera. Yeah, I know. None of that exists today. It exists anymore. But, you you uh, click a button and do a rate change on your thing, and you drag it. That's yeah. how you do this it now. This should be the, the extra on your podcast for old farts. Right here, exactly. old farts. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> if see you your ID remember you film... Hit, yeah. this, hit this extra. If you don't remember film, you won't understand it. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. And it got. But, but the car makes, was the car sense. was cool. The car was the best thing. The, all that stuff was in the in the script that says, you know, here's the the, the bat buttons, the the the, uh, uh, the look of it, that red piping that they put around it, that Bears put on. It was originally shot without the red piping, and someone said, I don't. That doesn't work. It's a color TV show. It was originally like a white piping. So they went in and they painted everything with that red stripe that just pops off of it and gives definition to the car. They really, they really built, made that car look like it was for TV. They had to have a little, you know, fan that went out with it so that it wouldn't, you know, break down. But while it was on camera, that baby was a star. No, it was cool. I mean, the thing I remember about the Batmobile, and this is, I want to make sure we talk about this, is the when they get into it. Bert War, I'm sorry, Robin says, you know, atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed, and then Batman says, ready to move out. And then, and then the, you know, the, the exhaust blasts off and they fly out of the back cave. I, when it's, the atomic batteries to power never meant anything to me when I was a kid. But I remember thinking about it as an adult as I was rewatching it. And I was like, so the Batmobile was nuclear? And then it turns out it was because in I think it's in the the pilot episode one of the Riddler's henchmen falls into the atomic reactor the nuclear reactor that's in the Batcave I Jill had Saint never John. I had never noticed that before yeah, and <laughs> dies was, it's the only death in the show yeah into it's a nuclear reactor death. in the Batcave. In the back end. Well, but that's a nuclear reactor. So when, you, when I always thought atomic batteries is that they're powering up the car from the atomic reactor and that the car itself wasn't a nuclear bomb. Okay. But that's right. just me because I overthink these things. <laughs> it's possible. But my point is nuclear power was involved. And I think this is a really a direct result of the 60s having this whole idea that everything was going to be nuclear. You know, I did a, yes. an episode on the yes. Jetsons for my other podcast. And it was it, it's all about nuclear powered dogs. You know, that, that's yes. what they thought the energy revolution was going to come as miniaturizing nuclear explosions and batman was you know was was no exception to that rule no exception to the rule. no there's a big atomic reactor sitting right in the middle of their their bat cave could not believe i hadn't noticed that before but um you know this this is a great little supplement i know we probably didn't get to all the batmobile stuff that that you wanted to talk about um but I know there's, there's a ton more but this was as you mentioned this is really the third character on the show and it is a, a marvel of invention and really set the stage for the batmobiles to come I want to do one quick little story for Batmobile, wrap it up to make leaving it on a, a lovingly fun note, is that when they, they, the George Burris was hauling the Batmobile around uh, to the car shows, right, when the show was first coming out, they were having it hooked up, and it was hooked up to the thing, and, and, it, and it rolled off the back of the truck that they were, were on, and bang, hit the car that was sitting there behind them. And, and they came out, and they went, oh, no, no, we'll fix it, we'll take care of it, we'll do the whole thing and the whole bit. And the guy who owned the car said, are you kidding? No, don't worry about it. The Batmobile hit my car. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sold it at auction and that, the hit car. Oh, yeah, right. I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. He said, no, yeah. that's the story. I get to go home. Honey, take a look at this. The car's wrecked. 
The Batmobile hit me. <laughs> we got Adam West to sign it. Be making tours at conventions still, but yeah. <laughs> so, that is a great story um, and a fitting end to the Batmobile, which is still. I think it's still on tour. I, I, I think I have pictures of me next to the original Batmobile. Um, it's it's an exciting thing. It's it is the best part of it, and it's so influential. It's one. Um, it's, it's an eight year old boy that I was. Batmobile was the coolest thing. And then as I got older, I got to appreciate Julie Newmar and on and on and on. But, right. you know, <laughs> that, when I was that, eight, that yeah. car, man, that, that was, was it. it. That was it. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for taking this extra time out to talk to me about it. Sure. No problem. Sounds great.